Francis Language Kaleidoscope, Yuyin Man Fatong. I'm Virginia Yip. And I'm Stephen Matthews. Last time we talked about how many tones there are in Cantonese. One listener asked, What about the seventh tone? His name is a holy soul, Soul Gazing, a heritage speaker of Cantonese born and raised in the Netherlands. Let's say hi to a holy. Thank you for your question and feedback. Yes, we always encourage listeners like Aholi to give us feedback and raise questions for discussion. So is there such a thing as a seventh tone in Cantonese? Yes, the seventh tone would be the changed tone or binyam. This means that in some words, the tone changes into a high-rising tone. So a person is yan with a low falling tone. But a man is lam yan, a male person with a rising tone, yan. So there's a discrepancy between the tone of yan when we use it on its own and the tone we hear in words like man and woman. This is called the change tone, or binyam. So how do dictionaries deal with this discrepancy? Well, some dictionaries will add an asterisk, so tone four with an asterisk means that the word originally has tone four but changes to the high-rising tone. Others just write an alternative form of the word with tone two, that is, the high-rising tone. Sometimes we have a choice the binyam is actually optional. So listen to the tone of the word day in this sentence. The word day can be pronounced with tone 6, low level tone, or tone 2, day, high rising tone. So There's also a colloquial expression, where Day is usually pronounced with a high rising tone, day. Another expression is hum tao mai chang, bang the head against the wall, where the word tao is pronounced with a high rising tone, tao, rather than hum tao mai chang. If you want to know the meaning of these two expressions, please look them up. Okay. Then in some words, the change seems to be obligatory. So we have tin toy, meaning rooftop balcony, and not tin toy. Chin mun front door and haomon, back door, but not chinmon or haomon. Gumtu is a gold bar and not gumtu. Yaotu is a fried breadstick, not yaotu. If we order yaotu, we're not going to get what we want. Then there seem to be some rules. So if we add the prefix a to somebody's names, it will change to the high-rising tone. Tansang will become atan or lotan. This usage indicates familiarity. So if we say atan, we assume that everybody knows which chan we are talking about. These tone changes are one of the things that distinguish a native speaker of Cantonese. We could think of them as a shibboleth, something which only a native speaker can pronounce correctly. Okay, let's talk about long words in Cantonese. Many frequent words in our everyday conversations are actually words with foreign origins. A number of Cantonese words have their origin in English. The interesting question is, when we borrow words from English, how are the tones assigned to, the, to these words? For example, words like food items, um, cheese becomes cheesy, toast becomes dorsi. Other everyday words like bus becomes bossy, boss becomes bossy. These are monosyllabic words in English. Um, how come they become two-syllable words in Cantonese? Okay, the English words like bus and cheese are basically not pronounceable in Cantonese because we can't have a syllable ending in s or z. To make them pronounceable, 
we make the S the beginning of a new syllable and we add a vowel E, which we call an epenthetic vowel, so we get C in DC. And these words typically end with a high rising tone, just like the words with the change tone, the binyam. Other English words that are bisyllabic, like taxi and salad, become dixi, and salad. Similarly, jelly becomes jelly, and sofa becomes sofa. So it's interesting that these end in a high rising tone on the second syllable, just like the words with the change tone. What about my favourite Cantonese loan word for strawberry? Well, it's three syllables in English, strawberry, but four syllables in Cantonese. Si do bele. Straw begins with a consonant cluster, stra, just like our consonant clusters in English, which can't be pronounced in Cantonese. So we again, we make the S the beginning of a new syllable, si. To complete the syllable, we have to add a vowel, which we call an epithetic vowel, and again, again, we have a high rising tone, as in bele. So don't be misled into thinking that the word si do bele consists of si do store plus bele pair. This wrong segmentation will give you the wrong meaning. Back to the question we started with earlier. Is there a seventh tone in Cantonese? Well, for linguists, there are actually various ways to argue that it's a distinct seventh tone, but explaining this would get quite technical. For practical purposes, it's just the second tone reappearing in some unexpected places. We pronounce it the same way as other words with a second tone, the high rising tone. And as we said before, for a learner, six tones are more than enough. This has been Language Kaleidoscope, Yuyin Manfatong. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear more episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in.